Good thing we started this campaign when we did. Feyrin recently has been under the threat of imminent doom constantly. Oh, greetings, podquesters. At the start of last episode, our heroes, fresh with new additions, were mounted up and ready to ride into battle that could determine the very fate of Feyrin. I mean, they all are these days. What else is new? Polino, as General of the Forces of Good, took to the sky above and clashed in combat with the enemy General, Rain, the same black armor-clad woman we had seen before during the ill-fated previous mission. Our new friends, Wei, Jag, and Rady, showed off some flashy new skills. Wei creating a wind wall with his artificer telescope to deflect a hail of arrows, Jag bull-rushing the enemy forces and becoming a whirling dervish of blades, and Rady reluctantly casting some dark warlock spells to add to the chaos. It was a pretty straightforward smash-em-up this episode, with our crew's small contingent wrecking shop, and then Violex spotted her vile mother among the enemy forces. Call it a hunch, but I don't think they have the healthiest of relationships. The trying-to-kill-each-other thing was kind of a giveaway. The episode ended with a rage-filled Violex summoning a flame strike on top of her dear mother's head. I guess therapy really isn't an option here. Well, let's see how things play out. As we roll... An intelligence check. Velix sees this and just explosively screams. Her eyes glow white and she's going to call down a flame strike on top of her mother. Nice. Roll it. Please don't fail me, Dice. It feels only right. I have to use you. That was impressive. You actually yeah. felt your dice to figure out which one felt right. I'm sure it'll... No, don't yeah. 18 to hit. That's it. <sighs> okay. Um, a vertical column of divine fire roars down from the heavens in a location I specify. Each creature, each creature in a 10-foot... Radius, 40-foot-high cylinder, centered on a point within range. Oh, so my mom and... So both of them. Yeah. Okay. A creature takes 4d6 fire damage, which isn't as big a deal for her, um, or four, and 4d6 four radiant damage on a failed save. Wait, what? A creature takes 4d6 fire damage and 4d6 radiant damage on a failed yeah. save? Mm-hmm. So... If they... So wait, what does that mean? No, Is it... On a... F- or half as much damage on a successful one. No, so they have to roll against your dexterity. And 46 radiant damage. Yeah, so if they fail, they yeah. take that much damage. He rolls against dexterity. Mm-hmm. So they're taking something no matter they what. They both failed. So 40. Yeah. You're taking all the damage. Six and then okay. another 46. So so that's what I mean, though. It's 46 and 46 again, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. So cool. 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 Oh, thank cool. you, thank cool. you, thank cool. you. I just Wait, knew I need to, because cool. she's a tiefling, I need to know which is which. Yes, yeah, so the first one will be um, flame. So, oh, that was pro- That was a really good <laughs> roll, too. 18, 19, 20, 21 points of fire damage. And this is radiant damage. Not Wow, good. that was wow. a pile of fails. Wow. That was four. Statistically, <laughs> wow. four ones? <laughs> That's yeah. kind of funny. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm, pretty, killed us I'm pretty raging right now, so my divine sweetness is rage, <laughs> yeah, which makes yeah. sense. Nami's been there, don't worry. Uh, you take yeah. half the damage. The tiefling lets out a high-pitched scream, and when she's done, she smiles at you and says, Hurts so good. I'm not done, you bitch. And then I uh, use my, uh, what do you call, spiritual weapon. Spirit weapon? Yeah, my spiritual weapon, and I'm going to attack again, because I can use it as a bonus action. Yes. 
Uh, oh yeah, that hits. 16 plus like a million. And <laughs> wow, I want that attack. Just shy. Yeah. Did you and level up? Hold on. And I yeah, think... Level, level 13, you got a million. Spiritual weapon is... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not great. I have 8, 9, 10, 11. So 11 points of damage nice. to her. And that's slashing. It's more right. than you did with your holy damage, so enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That slices into her, and uh, it kind of tatters the robe a little, and there's a little bit of blood. And she kind of, like, makes a foul face, touches the blood, and, like, so it off her own finger. Okay. And smiles. That was the end of my turn. Mommy. So it's Rain, her mom, and her dad? No, right now it's her mom, her dad, and about a dozen cultists. Um, you think I had time to plan anything? All right. Wait, what are you doing? No. <laughs> I think I, I have to take a swipe with the club at, can I get to the mom and dad? Or the mom? Yeah. or mm-hmm. Yeah, the club tail, I take a swipe at him. All right. Spike tail, but yes. All right, so just stake a tail. All right. Into who? The mom. Okay. That is a natural 20. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Roll that damage. The damage is 66 plus 5 piercing. Shit. Wow. Holy shit. Nami doesn't actually. I'm just going to use all your phones. Yes. Use you got like a ton of them. Use them. Use them. You Thanks. need more sixes? What do, you want, what do you want me to hit your mom with? Uh, Hit her with anything but fire. Okay. Those low numbers. Okay. Those are good. It kind of went, look, 5, 4, 3, so, 2, 2, 1. 17 plus 5, oh, so that's 22. 22 plus, plus 41. Thank you. Damn. It's a significant yeah. amount. I'll take it, Nami. It doesn't usually hit anything. Holy it feels sh- weird. All right, she went from a f- you passed a food right to death's door. And I'm thinking your like, tail swings in, slams into her, and like the spikes are just sticking out of her. And she's still on the tail. Nice. nice. Can I imagine it was also out of nowhere? Like the camera's fixed on, yes. on Vilex and her mother, and they're like doing a stand up. All of a sudden, giant tail just sticks and swings first through her chest. No one knew it, but it's actually nature's ninja, the Stegosaurus. <laughs> they don't teach you that in museums. Ninja. Oh my god. I learned another thing today. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Half is violence. Um, Amazing. Brady, what are you doing? Uh, I would like to know if it's all right what Jag is doing. Yes, first. please. Please work together. Uh, well, I kind of did the last. If you have are an you idea going, for Are you going after. I figured we should take care of the. The mom? The, 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 the mom? Oh, oh, we want to go after the. The cultist, but you know what? She also is. Yeah, should we try swiping at her on the tail? <laughs> Oh, you uh, do I, risk I, hitting Nami. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I have flashbacks right. of Shep suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's a lot more violent. <laughs> I might so, like my tail, I think. Yeah, go after the cultists, because while you're doing your whirling dervish yeah, thing... Yeah, I figured I'll do that. Uh, I have uh, poison spray, so I'd like to keep spitting it at them while you're spinning around. It's a oh, cantrip. I love this. So, all right, you've all become right. a duo <laughs> here. All right, roll it. Okay, so I'll just roll for attacks, I guess. I'll roll my oh, attack. Nice. I can only do six, so I'll just do that. Just give me a, a, a base roll with um, uh, your standard attack bonus. Oh, okay. Okay, so well, that was a 13 to hit. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, not a 13. That was actually uh, 22, because it's plus Oh, nine. great. Yeah. And Radiant, God, I'm not saying Plague is so hard. Radiant, <laughs> <laughs> Radi, go ahead. Uh, what? Uh, it didn't hit. <laughs> what, it, was what? A, it was a three. And I don't know what my attack bonus is. Your spell bonus is on your sheet already. Um, oh, top, top of the, the second page. sheet. Hey, little... Oh, that page, yeah. Uh, spell... Oh, plus eight. That's it? Then. Oh, so yeah. Okay, good. Thank okay. You. you shoot out and you hit these cultists with uh, twirling blades and acid spit, and they're just getting... It's slammed. poison? I don't know if that makes a difference. 
It does, and okay. I appreciate you telling me. Uh, poison spray and blades are slicing through about half of them, and half of them are falling like a wizard would, and they're not dead, but they're beaten down onto the ground and barely moving. The other half jump way high above you guys, and they throw <sighs> off the robes, and underneath are people dressed in leather with two deadly daggers in hand, and they are landing in fighting positions, and you realize these guns, these probably... They weren't cultists at all. Jag smiles. <laughs> <laughs> do they, Bring it on, mate. Are they just, do they look like fighters? Oh, they look like assassins. Oh, Kaylee, no! <laughs> no it's, and three daggers. Oh, well, the my, daggers keep missing my us. My dad's people. <laughs> Way. I get to go. I have something for these guys, too. He, he thinks he's, he actually is extremely smart, so he prides himself on being, like, prepared for everything. So, all right, you're going to see... This is like a full combat round, so I'm going to use all the bonus actions and everything then, too. So he's going to start with his, um, his telescope's going to flash, and three scorching rays are going to jump out, one for each of them. Nice. Uh, for the three assassiny guys. Okay, there's six of them, but you'll the, hit three. The of them. ones that just jumped up in the yeah, air yeah, and six did of the those, cool but you'll thing. You'll get three of them. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you said there's just three of them. Sorry. Right. No. Um, so this is a 25, a 14, and an 11 to hit. Uh, two of them hit. Okay. Um, the two that get hit are going to take anything that gets cast, just so you know, Kyle, that I'm not just making up numbers. Anything that gets cast through the telescope automatically gets an extra D8 damage. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's going to take, uh, first one's going to take 16 damage, and the second one's going to take 17 damage. Nice. All right. Uh, these beams of light tear into them, and their clothes start to go on fire, and they're like stopping what they're doing, trying to pat it out. Again, not dead, but very, mm-hmm. very beat up. And on the edge of life. Nice. Then um, my archer bonus. Nice. All right. I'll go for the one that I didn't hit. Nice. Ooh. Nobody gets away. Nice. Um, so that again is um, that's uh, only going to be a ten to hit, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. So this. Okay. All right. As she's like flopping about on the back <laughs> of the scale. I love this. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah. She kind of snaps her fingers and all of her minions poof to the side about 50 feet to the east again out of the way of rain Felix that feels odd to you your mom doesn't save people especially minions no the dad is backing up again at this point uh, again uh he's kind of like mm, I don't like these odds yeah. and so he's starting to back up and you see him just kind of reach back and fiddle with his belt for a second and then he's just not there. Fuck. God damn it. Can we all stop making super strong villains? <laughs> oh no, my arch nemesis is a rabbit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <That> fucking rabbit. <laughs> They're always after me. Like, <laughs> Long pointy teeth. <laughs> Big floppy ears. <laughs> there are those who call me Tim. Um, just, now I'm just quoting money by that. Uh, at that point, uh, your mother kind of pulls herself off of the spikes, limps forward, and falls face first into the ground. Blood just pull, pooling out. Okay. As far as you can tell, she's dead. Oh, yeah. shit. Sorry. Is that bad? No. I go up to inspect. Body's dead. The body's dead. What, what's happening around us? Is anything happening around us? Your dad is gone. The cultists and assassins are far to the right. Your mom's laying in a pool of her own blood. Life signs gone. 
you hear a scream and you look up and one of the cultists is holding its own throat, gagging, trying to guess her air, shivering. And even at the distance, you can see it's like shrinking and turning into a husk and then just dust, which floats away. And as you finish looking at that and look down, there's your mother laying on the ground with that big old grin on her face. Perfect health. And she stands back up and wipes off her robe. The tail goes back down and just... Do I have some... Can I do something? Certainly. I told you to die, bitch. And I'm going to use my my heroic moment, finally. And I'm going to cast harm, which uh, if I automatically make it, she gets 14d6 necrotic damage. Nice. So Don't I'm, roll. You, you heroic moments. That's an automatic crit. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. You you just did massive, massive damage. And what, uh, what's the flavor of the spell? Necrotic. You right. love death and destruction so much, then taste it. And as I, like, just cry and scream, I will just, like, facepalm her and just cast the spell. All right. And her flesh just begins to melt away. Skin is peeling off. Mounds of muscle just flopping to the ground, shuddering pools of blood until there is almost nothing more than a skeleton with wisps of flesh which kind of falls to the floor and then you hear screams to the east and you look and one of the cultists falls and then another and then another and you look down and there she is wiping off her robes how many cultists there was enough to break the cycle <laughs> no I'm just curious God I don't damn know. It. Four. I okay. it. I so that should have been one because you used a heroic moment yeah. that took three cultists out cool but she's back to max she's back to she looks like perfect health oh no okay uh, I will be kind of just dumbstruck at this point like I, I can't believe that she's still alive because I just pumped literally everything I have hey. into her hey don't worry lass if you think of it this way you hate her so much it's more opportunities to kill her again. <laughs> how far away? How far away is she we now? We are close enough for her to hear us. Well, sorry, yeah, like, I said I needed a moment to laugh. Yeah, but that one, yeah. that was good. <laughs> is she still right next to me? Still, she's laying on the ground. Even. Oh my god. Okay. So wait, there's a body that was dust. There's the pool mush body, and then there's just a new body. No, no. Each time, it's like literally oh, she, like, the reforms? body. Yeah. Technically, at this point, she's probably new. <laughs> but <laughs> as, like, everything has been reduced to ash, but her flesh, her body just keeps restoring. Okay. I I think she says, well, this won't do, and snaps. And all of a sudden, ropes start to form around her again as she stands up. And then, clearly, the whole time is in mocking motion, wipes her ropes off again. There's, there's a moment where Nami just kind of is like, mm-hmm, okay, that was actually impressive. Like, Good question. There's a... Does she ever get lazy when she's around the house and there's just cultists around, like, serving? She's like, I need to get to the fridge. And she just snaps her fingers and then, like, you know, dies, but then takes Pops the other one. But... I'm probably. She's that type of person. VLX would just, like, shockingly take maybe, like, ten steps back and just say, What then? Findel? Nadir, where are, the, where are the rest of them? Do you have them all? No. Well, how, how do I... Do I know they're dead? No. Have the assassins already cut there? Probably. I have one last thing on my sleeve, but I don't know if you guys are... Yeah, I would say, yeah. yeah. Let's go around the table. Way? 
Yeah. How many of the cultists are left? Uh, there are two cultists left, and also six assassins, and an episode dead. Do we need to run to them? All the cultists and all the assassins got pushed away, or just the cultists? All of them. I mean, it seems like we got to separate her from these cultists, so we either need to kill them or get them out of here somehow. I say we try to broker an agreement. <laughs> we only uh, have six seconds, so I think we have to do something. Yeah, yeah I this mean, this isn't a, just, the, the debate. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if it's my turn, I'll just. Um, you said they're about 50 feet away? Yep. Then I will just use. Do you want to jump on my back and I can double time it? And that way, you know, just like hop on! <laughs> You're just a mount now. Yeah, I basically. Can, <laughs> I can just jump up to your shoulders. Yeah. Um, I've got 20 no, strengths if I can thing. handle it. It's too close. Okay. Um, I'm just going to use um, a spell called Catapult. <laughs> um, basically a rock, like a five-pound rock um, next to me. The telescope will shoot a beam of light at it, and it's just going to like fly at one of the assassins, like, like the strongest magnet you've ever seen, and just try to plow right into it. Nice. Um, so it has to make a dexterity saving throw, which it's probably good at dexterity. But Alright. Uh, uh, oh, I'm so, who were you targeting? One of the assassins. One of the assassins? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. They have a better bonus, but a lower roll, so you smack him right in the face. Okay. Uh, he's going to take... Four, oh, my face. 48 damage. That's what that kid would say. The spell does two, and then my magic cannon gives it an extra... Uh, 16 total damage. Alright, that's enough. They took enough damage earlier that uh, you slump it in the head and there's just a sickening crack and one of the uh, assassins just falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then um, the archer will shoot it as well. Alright, roll. Oh, I roll. Uh, no, I roll for that one. That's oh. a spell attack roll. It's 18 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. 5 damage. Okay. He, he, he's looking at you like, come on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was Come just on, insulting. Jeez, yeah. jeez. Just a jerk. Um, <laughs> his drink falls out of his hand. Oh, yeah. I was going to finish that. <laughs> Nami? I'll never get that crit again, so that won't work. So the, da- so the only one close to us now is still the mom. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and has your Triceratops been doing any damage? It's, it was a mount, so I didn't try to oh. factor that into this battle, I figured. No, I'll go for the same swipe again. I mean, that seems the most right. logical. Yeah. Seemed to do well last time. Yeah. Well, I think I hit myself because that was a one, so I, it's roll fair it, that I... Roll it again, please. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no, no. Ten. Right oh, All right, uh, I'm going to say you swipe, and this time she is more than ready for this attack that caught her horribly off guard. And as you uh, swing it towards it, she kind of flicks her hand up daintily to the side. Your tail slams into what you think is a force field. But as you pull it away, like specks of black are spreading across your tail and parts of flesh are just start falling off oh, as no. immense pain racks your body oh. as part of you literally deteriorates as it hit a wall of necrotic force. Oof. How much damage? Oh, I guess I should do that too. I, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Stop it. Stop whining. Stop whining. 16 damage. Okay. It's not a tumor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a uh, necrotic. Radiant Jack. No. I was going to so, say, uh, uh, real quick, a uh, question for Ben. Uh, can you launch things that are more minotaur shaped? Well, hold on. <laughs> First of all, how far away are we from the cultists and the. 50 feet. 50 feet. So okay, I would have so to while. double time it. I well, wouldn't do anything. Me, I mean, how that, itching but... to get there? This is me as a player, not as Rady asking you. But I figure. 
the more cultists and assassins we take out, the less opportunities that she can revive. Okay. So I want to cast Arcane Gate, which is a portal. So I'm going to try and cast it sort of under us. Now, from Rady's perspective, he's trying to get away. So he's going to try and cast it as far away as possible. But since you're spinning around... Should we do a roll-off to see who wins, if we get closer, or if oh we my get God. It ends up above the cultist. You, you know, I, I like the flavor if, if you're just going for it succeeds, even though okay. you're attempting not to. So like, let's go for that. I love that. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and that way we could just drop right on... Perfect. One of and the I'll cultists be... I'll, in the of I'll whirling dervish as usual. <laughs> right. uh, give me one roll uh, okay. high and then... Oh, that's uh, not bad. That is a 26. All right, uh, you spin around dropping uh, one of the cultists and two of the... Um, assassins. Assassins, thank you. Uh, as they drop to the ground, and uh, at this point, your mom stomps a foot angrily and just goes, Beta Omega! And the remaining cultists and assassins start running in different directions. Did she say Beta Omega? I was like, she had transformed. Okay. She called a play. <laughs> and looks at you with a scowl and gets real angry and just says, Swap! And all of a sudden, there's an assassin standing there like... Oh. Uh. <laughs> Short straw. Yeah. Um, okay. That's why you don't work for the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, quick glance around. Do I see my mom? You see forms and robes running in different directions. If you would like to spend your turn trying to discern which one is your mom, I will allow. I would. Oh, it's like playing three-card Monty. Yeah. <laughs> three-card Mommy. <laughs> three-card Mommy. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. That's a good roll. 29. She matched the clothes perfectly. She made sure that the hoods went up, that even though they weren't all tieflings, that you couldn't tell which one had a hood under it. And she even trained them. But you spent many years with her, and you're still able to figure out which one has the gate of your mother. Of your mother. Your mother. <laughs> and uh, you see that she is, like, hurrying in the exact opposite direction as you, but heading northeast. And how far away is she? At this point, probably, like, 75 feet. Okay. Does it look like she's running away? Um, oh, definitely. Uh, if I... I can't do it. I, this, is, this is not... If I was using one of my items, it's still an action, right? Uh, it depends what I am, so it might be My minor. big beast hand? Shoot, go for a minor action. I'll allow it. Okay. Considering the scenario. Right. I can't promise that'll hold true. I put on my <laughs> sparkly glove. <laughs> um, and I'm going to just... It's 120 feet range. So I'm going to uh, cast Bigby's hand. Oh, I love this fucking glove. I have one more use. I'm going to be so devastated. And I'm going to... I can do several things with it. But I want to try and see if I can just fucking grab her and hold her. All right. It's my strength of my hand is ridiculous, but I think you just have to That's right. The hand attempts to grapple a huge or smaller creature within use the hand strength to resolve the grapple. If the target is medium or smaller, um, you have an advantage on the check. While the hand is grappled on the target, you can use a bonus action of the hand crush it. When you do so, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 2d6 your spellcasting ability modifier. But do I have I don't understand. Do you have to do a save? It says it's versus the hand strength. So does it say what the strength of the hand yeah, is? Yeah, the hand strength is... Hold on a sec. It's like 26 plus 8. And she failed. Okay. So, yeah, I think she's grappled. And then I, she just takes 2d6. Yep. 
plus four. Ugh, fuck me. So that's seven points of, of bludgeoning damage. That's it. But she's grappled. Yeah, uh, she's minorly inconvenienced for as damage goes, but okay. unmoving. Okay. And then I'll just scream, My mother! She's that one! Get her! And there she is. Rain and Polino are fighting not too far away in the other direction. You oh. know that was the main task that you guys were given, so you have a choice to make now. Oh. You can help VLX with his, her mother, yeah, I... or you can follow the mission that Polino gave you. I'm so sorry, guys. I am just fucking... Now, between you and Rain is not a clear open path. There is still one more person in the way, and I just feel like I need to give you this so you can make your decision. There is a very queen-looking lady sitting upon a throne, and this throne is being held up by four draconians. Now, these draconians are easily three times larger than the ones you saw before. There is a brass, a bronze, a copper, and a silver, and these things are massive, misproportioned, one arm larger than the other, and you are certain, even though some of you never heard the word, that these must be Foconians. I was gonna. Yeah, mm. there you go. Foconians. So you know Fogers. Yeah. These are Foconians. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's funny. Jesus. Can I use a perception roll to try to figure out who the queen is, or do we know? Uh, you recognize the same symbol that the other Draconians have been wearing, which is that of the Gildalands. So one would assume it's the queen of the Gildalands. I believe Black once told you she was yeah. the queen of the South Gildaland. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. it's the king. No, queen. No, that's the witch king. That's what I'm thinking of the witch king. Yeah, no, no, no so it's, it's not his wizard king. Go, wizard king. Yeah, okay, no. that's what I'm. No, this is. <laughs> she turned again. No. <laughs> <laughs> A muffled. Now this is the queen of the southern Gilderland. Being held up by. I have no investment in this. <laughs> I mean, uh, I am, I, you know, I'm fight hungry, but I am a loyal scout, and obviously, being a sailor, obviously, duty and honor is about. It's just like, all right, well, we've got one task. We could help you with your mother, but we've got one thing to do here, VLX. What just you having us do? Leave her to me. Just go. All right, and start. Uh, I guess we got to try to get through. Now, right. Obviously, the Draconians. All right. Uh, I'm a wise... Well, before you go into that, I need to know who is going what direction. I need to know for certain so we can do these scenes. If... Who is going towards Gildaland and who is going towards the Elixir's We should stay together. If you had said that, I would have told you to just go. I am zoomed in on my parents. Mm -hmm. Nothing is breaking me from wanting to kill them. Well, I don't want to also split up. It'll be fine. It's fine. Just leave me to my fate. I'm ready to die like the rest of you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, though. He he has an honor to duty, but he also has an honor to... It's like, I like you. You fight well, and I'm not leaving your side yet. Just stay with the mission. Stay with the mission. I, I... it, it is what needs to be done. Trust just, me, Rady's thrilled about this. Well, hold on. Just a, Where am I again? Didn't you guys teleport like 50 yards away or something yeah, yeah. crazy? Oh, we oh, yeah. This conversation yeah. couldn't right, happen. Oh, okay. with the other sorry, sorry. You are. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Forgot about that. So right, I'm still fighting those guys, The group that her mom swapped to or the... Yeah, yeah they, tell, they use like a portal or something. Yeah, so she, they are... Well, yeah, they're actually... So you're closer to... Oh. Fly, uh, to the mom and so everything, actually, but they, they they also ran, so they're not next to you. These guys are about 30 feet from you, and you don't know which one's which, so there are three people in robes heading in different directions. Well, 30 feet is my range, and I can do a charge. Yeah. If I travel more than 20 feet, I can charge with my horns. All right, but which one are you going after? 
Or are you Don't resuming your me. mission? Righty, flip a coin. I don't have a coin. How about we just flip around and leave? <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about I flip you? <laughs> oh, jeez, not again. <laughs> In my head, you were a combination of the dude and the little toady guy, Benny, from the Mummy movie with Brandon Fraser. <laughs> and I yes. love it. <laughs> okay, quick as a bonus action, I do like a quick jump and I flip... Rady on my back and see which he lands frontwards or backwards. No, no, you should. Uh, you I'd should. say one to ten is frontwards, eleven to twenty is backwards. Right, I'm ready. And first is cultist, second is assassins, or whatever the groups were. Yeah, that is a twelve. All right, twelve. So that's assassins. Backwards? So backwards. Well, you say cultists or assassins? Or, you mean cultists or or whatever the separate group was? The Draconians. Did oh no? Which which way is her mom? That you don't know that. That's the thing. Well, she just pointed it out to us. Because you no, said there were she's two, fifty yeah. feet away. Oh, I thought she just yelled it. Yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Because yeah, I thought I you said there were two too. groups running separate. No, no. There's three. So I'm oh, sorry. Three let's, of the rogue figures it. went in different directions. Yes. I thought that's what we were determining between. Yeah. That's up to you. One uh, of them has a big pink hand on it. Oh, fair enough. Yes, there is a giant pink hand holding yeah. one. If that. All right. Well, I still do that, and <laughs> yeah. maybe it happens. Why don't we head towards the pink-handed one? Yeah. Let's do that. So. That's the big fun. Smash Bros. Super Smash Brothers yeah. glove. Is so what just you guys for flavor, I landed. Rady landed on his back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not my preferred way to be like this. Love. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm charging. And right. it's, you said within thirty feet. Yep. It's within my moving range. Roll it. Roll it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm charging. I guess. I uh, want my snake to come up from the ground and just kind of like wriggle and fling me back onto. But I can land on his shoulders and grab onto his horns. This became like the uh, horror film worm thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The grab. Tremors. Uh, I actually don't know what the bonus to attack for, like with my horns, is. I think it's it's like an unarmed. Attack. It is unarmed, yeah. Which is so is that just strength? strength? Yeah. Uh, that's so that's a twenty. All right. Well, that's it. And do I still have? I guess do I still have the rest of my attacks available? Because uh, no, not 30... after a charge. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Roll to hit. Oh, that is it. Roll for damage. One d six piercing damage. Okay. I don't know if there's a bonus to that or not. Strength. Three five. That's eight. Nice damage. And now, Rady, obviously, I think you could do something if you want, so. I'll cast Blight on her. Oh, okay. 15 to hit. That's a, uh, nope, that's a miss. It's a miss, okay. Oh. Then I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the important thing is you tried to cause yes. lots of violence. I don't need Wait. How far away is the Queen and the Foconians? Uh, probably about 30 feet. Uh, I think Wei's going to just say to the Alex real quick, I, there's so many accents now, yep. I can't get my own accent. <laughs> Channel Kenneth. Well. <laughs> now, I get that that is your mama, and there's some emotions here, but she's just going to do that swap thing again, or she's going to do other things that she's got so many tricks up her sleeve. We got we to gotta keep moving. I get it. We'll find her later. And as he says that and lets her think about it, he's going to cast um, Fog Cloud. Right on top of the queen and the Foconians. Okay. Oh. Uh, as you do that, you notice that the queen and the Foconians. First off, the Foconians are holding the queen. Yeah. And the queen has literally just been sitting there watching. And as this spell starts to form, she's just already heading off in the other direction. Like the four Foconians are just taking her and running, and she has like no interest in combat at all. And she's just like, nope, 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 <laughs> right out of there. Okay. That's great because I was just casting that to blind them, so that we could run by them. Mm-hmm. So that works great. Yeah. All right, great. Okay. Then uh, they're heading the other direction, and now you guys see clear as day a path to Rain and Polino and 
two things of important. One, these guys are about 50 feet away, maybe 60. Polino is not doing well. Rain is slamming down on him, and he barely is keeping his feet. And you see one of Rain's soldiers sneaking up behind him, slowly walking. As this soldier gets right behind them, all of a sudden it starts to shift a little and starts to grow. The armor melts away into fine clothes, and the human appearance shifts into a tiger-like appearance. Weird backwards hands standing there as the Rakasha slams its fist down onto the side of Polino, who kind of loses it for a second. A bag goes over his head, a drawstring pulled in. Rain grabs Polino, pulls him over onto the skeletal horse, and it shoots off riding in the complete opposite direction. The Rakasha turns around, gives a very elegant bow in your direction, smiles and starts to shift again into a very demonic form, large bat wings ripping out his back, and it takes to the air, flying off. What the hell was that? Worse yet, you guys turn around, and you see that the war behind you has not been going well in your absence. Your forces are getting slaughtered by the remains of theirs, and rain was never driven far enough away, and the undead control at least half the field pushing further and further and your forces are getting pushed further and further from you so you have a choice now you can try to safely make it back to your side before you get completely closed off or you can go after Alexa's mom and have to fight your way back through as a captain I'm going to have to call an audible and it's like we're going to have to fall back and regroup that's a very good idea (laughs) (laughs) thank you for your counsel I figure this probably for the best Felix. Are you guys near me now? Or are we still kind I mean, of far was, away? I was always next. Yeah, you Name. were next to me? Okay, me Can and Name. Can Name just not make you... Name would like to scoop you up and not let you have this decision. I don't think you can handle it. Scoop me up? I'm still a stegosaurus. Oh. I might, my tail might be all left up, but I can <laughs> throw you over my back onto my spiny things and or plates and then just run with you. I don't think your I character can make it. Will, You're going to go after your mom. I'm going to fight you. That's fine. Okay, I'm not gonna. Let I know. You try to take uh, give know. me a strength for spectral. Okay. Mommy, your own strength with Stegos. Oh, sorry. That was kind of cocked, but it's a two. No, it's an 18 plus his five for strength for his right. Stego, so 23. Unfortunately, you are not able to escape his scoop, and try as you might, he runs you in the opposite direction. And as you guys go, it, it's a massacre. You're watching as you try to get back, your army is in complete retreat. And they're just getting overwhelmed and slaughtered. The enemy forces are too many, too large. And then there's a trumpet blast. All of a sudden, out of the nearby woods to the side, you see another massive force running out. What do they look like? Can we tell? They look like humans. But distorted. Larger. Mm -mm. Abominations. One arm too long. Heads. Completely wrong size. Awkward looks as this massive army of Fogers smashes in to the enemy and begins to drive them back, allowing your army to retreat safely into the distance. And you see, entering the field, the Wizard King, looking over the battle, a smile and a slight nod, as she walks her way back over towards the encampment where Polino should have been. 
So as you guys head back to the main encampment, is there anything you guys want to say or do? On the way back, Velex would turn to Name and say, Name, I had one chance, one chance to kill her. She's going to come back. She's going to kill all of you, everyone I ever care about. You don't know who she is, what they're capable of. And now, and now I don't know if I'm going to be able to find her again. She's probably going to. Deverick, I don't know if he's going to make it. I don't know about my family. And I'm just going to start crying. And Name puts his little hood up and he looks down and he just, he just stutters for a minute. And he's just like, I, I just, I can't lose another. And he just goes over for a hug. <laughs> my friend. And then I will, I'll just like collapse and I'll just like hold you and we'll just and, like. It's a good embrace. Yeah, we'll just like hug and rock for like a few minutes. You arrive and you see that some other forces have come in, including the Evergreen, arriving a bit too late. But enough that everybody managed to get out alive. There's a quick meeting before you guys manage to catch up, but as you get there, the Evergreen waves you over. And he says, well, I have bad news and I have good news. The bad news is Polino has been captured. The good news is we know where he probably is. The bad news is that it's the main headquarters which seems to be moved daily. Mm. The good news is we know there's a map that shows where it should be at different days. The bad news is that this map is being held by one of the generals of the other army. The good news is that this general is supposed to be having a party to celebrate the victory they believe is coming. We're going to get you in contact with the local thieves guild who should be able to help you. I hate to put this upon you, but I'm afraid you're going to have to pull a bit of a heist. Question. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Which one was Fellini again? <laughs> Another heist! You get to see how this one will go with such a drastically different team composition. Though I'll doubt we'll ever have another critical butler. Miss you, Tor. Anyway, next episode promises to be a good one. So tune in next time when we roll another intelligence check. I've been seeing her braid her weapon as she's... <laughs> it's really long. I don't want to go to the hair store like that cuts it. your hair. What that is that called? Awesome. A salon? Nope. Sorry. Hair store that cuts your hair. I had my sister... You walk in, they just hair. cut it immediately, just like yeah. snip at the front door. <laughs> Thank be, you. That'll be $60. <laughs> there you go. And the monies. <sighs> oh Kyle will do it with his scimitars. Yeah. I'm, you I'm can choose the blade. He said scimitar. Where is... Where's, um, Where's the barbershop? There's like a weather. Gandalf okay. staff. <laughs> He's wrapping around and yank. <laughs> Ow. All right, let's record. We've been. Oh, good.